and you're going, oh, whatever happened to Huberstank? Hello, my name is Ollie Peer. I'm a multi-award winning podcaster, uh, writer and radio presenter. I'm here uh, to introduce Tim and Gen's weekend podcast, a 20-minute uncut audio delve into the life of two very ordinary best mates. Enjoy. He is not award-winning. Is he I was going to say, what is he? No, I mean, he's on, he's on a podcast that's won awards. So and I guess not, he is, kind of. It, well, he's not award-winning. Well, I think it has, but I wouldn't say he's award-winning for writing. Like, he well. bracketed all that together. That's kind of like me saying I was the under-12 county cricket cricket ball throwing champion, which I was, but then add in a few more things like running and cross-country on afterwards so you think that I'm actually the under-12s champion in all those, which is just mm. not true, is it? Sounded good, though, and, it, and and if he sounds good, it sounds like we've got someone special to <laughs> Plus, he's so. award-winning. So uh, Thanks, thank, Ollie. Yeah, thank you, Ollie, for the intro. And welcome back. How are you doing? Episode two. Me and Gendel, here we are. Thanks for joining Can't us. Can't believe we've made it this far. <laughs> well, we haven't got to the end yet. Episode two. Uh, what, what's going on? What are you been um, up to? Mate, we should what a say weekend. to the listeners. We should say to any well, the listener cool. or anyone that's listening that we haven't spoken. We we haven't spoken over the weekend, have we? This is literally like our first like we get on and chat. Yeah, a little text that's here it. and there, but no, not not proper chats no. that you need with your mates. No. Um, I'll start very quickly. Um, let's talk about Aston Villa's absolute destroying of Liverpool. Um, I mean, that was just brilliant, wasn't it? Did you see I it? Be- Do you know what? I couldn't believe it. Well, I was. I, that's. I mean, that is the only kind of interaction we've had. Really, it was a bit of text on with that chat. I was out for a kind of birthday meal with my wife, and um, and and you text me, and I was like, so I of course turned to her in the middle of the romantic time and went. Villa are four-one up. <laughs> Just couldn't hold it in. Four-one up against Liverpool. She looks at me like, yeah, so yeah, well, really not bothered. We're, oh, we're midway no. through our second cocktail. Oh, not that no. But uh, no, it was. I think. Even, I think even she was intrigued about what was going on. Uh, yeah, couldn't believe that. What result? Mate, Good result for you boys. There we go. So yeah, welcome Villa fans and. Uh, what a time to be alive. So then, come on, Friday, should we do Friday night, Saturday, Saturday day? How do, you, do you want to start? Shall I start? Do you what know, do you think? I'll literally tell you I did nothing Friday night. I can't, I can't even remember, so we'll just skip through that. Basically, we we went away on Sunday, so Friday and Saturday were very were very uh, chilled. Oh, that's, us. okay, well, that's So maybe of... you, can, you can dig into Friday and Saturday a bit. Well, that's good, because Friday night I went out with the school dads. Um, now, my eldest child is 10. You know this, of course. Lila is 10. Um, and she's my first child. Whereas all the dads that I'm friends with, their 10-year-old, or Lila's friends, that's their last child. So they're all a bit older than me. They're, they're in their kind of late 40s, early 50s. And um, I'm not sure whether it's the need to impress them or... <laughs> before you go on any, before you go, go on, on anymore, because I don't know where this story's going. But on Friday afternoon, yeah, when me and you, me and you were talking, 
and Lucy came on the background of your wife. Lucy came in the background, and and she mentioned that you were going out with the dads, and you were like, "Yeah, but I'm only going for like a cu- I'm only going for one or two. I'm not having a late one. I'm lit. So I don't know where this is going. But you were adamant in front of Lucy. You're like, "I'm just going for one or two. I'm not. I'm not having that many. Go on. What happened? Got absolutely hammered. I mean, I got next level. Okay, to put it into perspective, I'm 40 years old. I was the most hungover I have ever been. In fact, I don't think it was a hangover. It was full-blown alcohol poisoning. Now, I will temper this by saying we do not advocate underage drinking. We don't advocate binge drinking or any of this. It's not big and it's not clever. Um, But subsequently, well, I just got carried away. I got carried away with the whole being out with the dads and having a bit of time. And there's a a place around the corner that's a, a chicken place like a burger place that does posh chicken burgers and they are the best chicken burgers in the whole world um and we were just in there socially distanced of course group of five of us um and i just i ended up just drunk just what time did you start though because i don't know how you get have the worst hangover of of the year when there's a curfew at 10 o'clock half five um half five yeah till 10 solid 10 yeah and then Came home and decided it would be a good idea to um, drink some Jack Daniels. So I came back and had some Jack Daniels. But I think it must have been the what, fact on that your I own. Not... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just thought, I just thought, you know, one for the road, and then one more for the road, and then next thing you know, you're on Spotify, and then you're listening to the, all the old songs from the '90s that you remember. And you're going, oh, whatever happened to Huberstank? And you're like, <laughs> and that's... Uh... They were good, man. Oh, they were, oh, they were underrated. Oh, I love so this underrated. one. Oh, yeah. this one's so good. Hey, li- so... kids, come kids, come and listen to this. Oh, no, hopefully oh. they were in bed by then. Yeah. So... Flipping it. Well, I knew you were hungover because when you, you did text on... Well, you were texting on a group chat on Saturday and your yeah. spelling was horrific. And I was like... <laughs> I think the first thing was like I'm well hungover today, and then every like it was like really short sentences. I know you were even struggling to write long sentences, and but then everything you wrote after that, there was at least a, one spelling mistake in each line. I was like, that's not like him. He's really hungover. That was in the evening, Saturday evening. You were Mate, still. I struggling. went through all three stages of being sick. So I did um, obviously the, the the full stomach empty, get rid of everything. That's what your body does. Then the next uh, the next stage is let's just get rid of the stomach lining and the acid that's gone. And then it was the um, three or four sessions of the dry heave, which is oh. I, I call the the six pack maker. Um, and mate, it was absolutely <laughs> awful, ah. awful, awful, oh. awful. I thought it was never going to end. Um, do you know what? Actually, I broke a new record on Saturday. Not only was I the most hungover I've ever, I've ever been, it was the first time I didn't have a coffee the whole day. And I don't think what? I, yeah, I didn't have a coffee for the whole day. How bad is that? That's how what, bad I was. Why? Because you couldn't stomach I couldn't a coffee. Stomach a coffee. Did you eat all day? Uh, I ate. I had half of a jacket potato at about eight eight p.m. I have never known you not have a coffee. Ever in that, life, mate. That's how bad I was. I think it's the first time ever I've not had a coffee. So there oh you go. That's uh, Saturday, and then I watched half of Skyfall on the night. And yeah. uh, mate, just shocking times. And I'm never drinking again. Did you have to do <laughs> a lot of stuff with the kids that day? No. Or did luck- Lucy just go? You are 
luckily really. the wife the wife really picked up the slack lucy was really good yeah. wow that's good that's good <laughs> oh, oh, i didn't f- even drink i didn't even drink until sunday i did held you? off until didn't didn't even have a single drink until sunday afternoon i thought i'd treat myself all right, well, listen, um, we want to find out about your romantic time on Sunday. Also, I did something absolutely horrible first thing Sunday morning. But before that, let's get to the listeners and find out what they were doing over the weekend. We've had an absolute stonker now. Me and Gendo, we want to know what you've been doing. How was your weekend? What, what have you been up to? Let us know. We are at Tim underscore Warwood on socials. And then it's at Gendel on Instagram. Slide into our DMs. Let us know. We love your little stories. Um... Frosty Chick, at Frosty Chick, got a new toaster that is specifically made to fit Warburton's toasty bread. I mean, that's incredible. Apart from um, she had no Warburton's toasty bread to test its claims. So, bit of a wow, fail. Toaster just for that. Yeah. Uh, Neil, at Pikey Stud, just picked up a new motorhome. That's good, A Lifestyle it? 686, whatever that means. New motorhome, sweet. <laughs> I don't Cheers know. There's a lot of a lot work. of people running the London. It was, of course, the London Marathon, the virtual London Marathon, wasn't it? Yeah. You didn't fancy do you think a lot it? of people cheat? Think a lot of people cheated? Oh. And just kind of like shaved a few miles off. I drove out Sunday morning, and there were loads of runners on the roads. Yeah. Absolutely loads. Yeah. So uh, well Fair done. Play. At Ian Morlin, think... at Free Skier Lou, both doing the virtual London Marathon. Well done. I think it's pre- that's pretty incredible to do it on your own because I think the one thing about the London Marathon is the is the crowd getting you getting you out. I mean, anyone I've ever spoke to who's done it, it kind of says that is like having an extra leg. Is the crowd yeah, helping yeah, yeah. you get around there? So fair play, well done, anyone who did it on their own. But uh, by far the winner, Gendo, the winner of listener things that they got to up to over the weekend is at Jonathan McNamara. He just simply texted me. We went and did this, texted me a link, and it's um, a van, an anger van, opens up for a charity smash-up. Now, I don't know if you saw this. He went... What? Basically, in Yorkshire, there's this little 10-year-old boy. He's got a caravan on his land. He lives on a farm. They've got an old caravan, and his auntie um, died from muscular dystrophy. Got to try and get that out right. So he came up with the idea, why don't we let people come and smash up our old caravan... And they we, they pay money to come and release a bit of anger, smash up the caravan, and all the money goes to Muscular Dystrophy UK. How good is that? So That is cool. Jonathan McNamara took his family. They went and rented some golf clubs, a pickaxe, a saw, some protective equipment, and smashed the hell out of a static caravan for 15 no minutes. Way. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. I quite like to see Jay doing that. That would be good, he, wouldn't it? I reckon he he did a bit of damage. That that guy, he's uh, you know, he's got some he's power got a lot. behind him. Well, you can imagine Josie's wife as well going crazy. Um, yeah. But how good is that? Little ten-year-old Harry. Um, that's his. That was his plan. And uh, yeah, you can go you book a. They've got a range of weapons to do the damage, um, and you pre-book your fifteen-minute slot. Go and release a bit of anger, and all money goes to Muscular Dystrophy UK. That's good. I'd do you know like what? That's going to get. A, I'm going to give that a round of applause. Yeah. Well, I can't because I can't find my round of applause button. I'll add it on after. We'll just do that with our hands. I guess we can just <laughs> do it with our hands. <laughs> I love it. It's like, give it a round of applause. Oh, we can't because I can't find the sound effect. No, we'll got just, it. There you go. There you go. Right, should we go into Sunday then? 
Uh, yeah, okay. Sunday. Um, Come on then, yeah, tell so us about your romantic time on Sunday. We went. We decided to... Well, last week, because it's a weird week this week, because it's our wedding anniversary and my wife's birthday rolled into one. Congratulations. Um, so, uh, thanks. But, you know, don't want to mix the two up. But she's actually going away for her birthday. She's going up to see to go fishing with her dad on her Ooh. actual birthday. So I said, "What can we do?" So she said, oh, "I'd like, I'd kind of like an experience, something. Take take me somewhere, or, or you know, a day out or something." So I was like, "All right." Earlier in lockdown, she was watching a video, and she went, "If you ever want to surprise me, I want to swim with an otter." She was watching a video of someone in America in like a hot tub swimming with an otter. And I was like, I want to do that. And I was like, and, and it, I remembered it. So when she said I'd like an experience, I instantly thought, oh, God, I'm going to see if she can, we can find otters and swim with otters. So I Googled swimming with otters. Nowhere in the UK lets you swim with otters. Nowhere Mate, does it. But, do you not remember um, What's His Face off the Really Wild show? He lost his Terry he... Nutkins. He lost his well, fingers yeah. to otters. Did he? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what they said when we when we got there. Uh, but um, so, but I did. So I did find a, an otter experience. Yeah. Google mapped where it was. It was near Cambridge. I was like, right, day out in Cambridge, night in Cambridge, nice hotel, and then we'll do the otter experience, and uh, and she will absolutely love it. So we went on Sunday, had a lovely mooch around Cambridge. Mooch is a look, the... by the way, everyone. Um, just in case. Mooch is a yeah, lovely little look around <laughs> Cambridge. Uh, a meander around. It rained all day, oh. but it was but you know, cozy pubs, all that. Nice meal out on the Sunday. Yeah. Text about the football during that. Um, and then and then the next day we went and checked out the otters. Got there, and the the otter experience lady. We went and met her at the otter pen. It was ha- it was. It was raining. It was miserable. I'm not going to lie. And she met us and went, right, guys. So today you are going to help me train the otters. And I was like, wow. So I instantly pictured like an otter pyramid of them <laughs> stacked up and they'll be like jumping through hoops. Yeah. What she meant, what she basically meant was you're going to feed the otters for me. Oh. While I just stand back and tell you some otter stuff. But we, oh, so basically. Well, that's so, good. So you weren't allowed in. You're not, she basically, I asked her about the swimming. She said, no, doesn't condone swimming with them. That's not good because it makes you think you can have them as pets and you shouldn't have them as pets and it's not a good message. So I was like, well, we were never going to swim with them. We thought that was bad too. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's not our thing. We just yeah, want to like, no feed way. them. Uh, so yeah, so you, you, you stick a stick out to the otters. They hang onto the stick and then you throw them a bit of fish. And uh, that was kind of it for half an hour. Were they <laughs> in cool? The rain. Were they it cool? It was wicked. But she loved it. She loved it. She met some otters. And uh, yeah, that was kind of my weekend highlight, really. And they, I tell you what, they whine. I'm going to see if I can get a video up of the noise they make when they're hungry. They're whiny little things. <laughs> You'll be able to hear it. Whiny otters. And does, um, do they smell? Like, what are they? They're quite big, yes. aren't they, otters? Yeah, they stink. They stink. Do they? Mm-hmm. Like wet dogs. Yeah. Can you hear that? No, oh, no not it's yet. Probably, probably playing through my phone, so you can't. You've got your Bluetooth headphones on. You're not very oh, good with your Bluetooth. Not, no, it's not going to work, is it? No. Anyway, they kind of go, meh, meh, meh. Like well, I can imagine if you're there teasing them with a stick about to throw fish at them. Well, the stick, it, the stick is so they do something to earn the 
earn the food so they stand up right and if they're good they she clicks the little clicker thing oh yeah, to yeah, show yeah. That they've been good like a dog trainer and then and then you throw you throw them a prawn or a mussel <laughs> a mussel in a shell which is I like don't... they hate them because every now and then you'll throw one, it'll smack them in the face, and they're like, oh, "I don't want the just throw me something just soft, throw me something that I can eat immediately. I don't want to crack yeah. it open." Yeah, they eat them later, mate. But um, it's good they get prawns. I know, posh. Like, it, are they not cooked? like? They're, they're like full, like langoustine style prawns. Are they? I'm like, <laughs> what? Why are they getting these? <laughs> you, don't, you don't get them in the normal canal, are you? <laughs> yeah. Posh otters. Are they so, yeah. ca- are they like held in conservation? They're not going to be re-released or anything like that, or no? They're they're uh, they're just in this kind of enclosure. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think they they're Asian otters. She did tell me loads of facts about them, but she said they're the, they're the, the general otters that you'll get in zoos around the world, the most common ones because they're smaller and cutest. Like the the British otters are bigger. Are they quite quite rare? But yeah, she did say they could bite your finger off. Terry Nutkins, man. Yeah. Terry God rest Nutkins. his soul. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't actually know if Terry Nutkins is dead. I think he is dead. He is. Isn't he? He, he is. is dead. He is. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So there you go. That was kind of my highlight. Happy uh, Sunday. Do you want to know my highlight of Sunday? Go on. Villa. I came down. Well, Villa, the highlight. Uh, no, I, I woke up, came downstairs in the morning, and. Um, as I walked through my door, peered my head round the door to look at my cat who was looking at me, and then I subsequently trod in a dead mouse carcass um, through the thing, through the through the toes, blood, guts, the works. So there you go. That was Sunday oh. for me. Wow. Worst start. Worst a, possible start to the day. You've had a f- quite a, a few low points during your weekend haven't you another low like the... point as well was like you make eggs i made eggs on uh made eggs on sunday morning eggs on toast two eggs for me because i'm growing and what um, kind of eggs i i um boil them in their shells but then crack them open i don't go for poached because yeah. it's just you can never get them right um boil them for five minutes exactly take them out cold water for 10 seconds the perfect eggs in case you're mm. wondering sunny stole my egg i was like livid he was like i want i want an egg i said i just asked you if you wanted an egg no he didn't want any so then you end up having to halve your food i'll never get over that even though he's my son i'll never get over that have you that uh, have you tried the new way to make a fried egg that everyone's harping on about oh i tried on. it the other day go on you, you put your fried egg in a sieve in a really tight sieve like a really tight sieve so it's so it's obviously like the uh the white doesn't go through, but but water comes out of it. So you so it so it leaks excess water because you know like when your fried egg bubbles. Yeah. It's like water, so all the water comes out of it. Then you add a bit of salt to it, and that and that basically does some kind of chemical thing to yeah. make it all come together. So you let it drain, drain, drain. Then you put your pan really, really, really low, and then you pour it into the pan and cook it. And it, out, and it you hang get, on, like, hang on. You pour the egg out of the sieve. Out of the sieve, yeah. Does the, it not the whole break? Egg. And no, no, no. Just like it's like you've cracked it into a bowl, but it's the sieve. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But all the water's drained out of it. So then you pour it into the pan, and it cooks really slow, and you get like these cartoon perfect eggs. Really? Look like they they look like they're off off a kid's cartoon. They're amazing. And you have a bit a bit of fat in the pan still. Bit of butter. Yeah. Little bit of butter. And really slow cook, and you get a perfect fried egg. 
Oh, mate. Takes a little bit longer, but it's but they look amazing. Try that next time. Let me know you get what, on. Are they healthy? Well, there's, they're just the same, but with no water in. You know, I don't know. don't know if it makes it any more healthy. But try it. I won't today. I haven't got time. I've got to go and help mm. my dad build a concrete plinth for his uh, new fridge. Hey, man. Speaking of time, how are we getting on? What's on That's the clock? That's it. That is time. We're pretty much done. That's 20 minutes. Hopefully right. we've um, been a nice little, a little bit of welcome relief on perhaps even a, a poo break or a lunch break or a commute for you, maybe. Um, but yeah, let us know. Tell us what you did this weekend and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll say it. Funny ones. <laughs> we got some funny ones. We like funny ones. <laughs> right, that's the timer then. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, you can get in touch with the show through mine and Gendel's socials channels at Tim underscore Warwood and Gendel is at Gendel on Instagram. Before we go, though, this show is put together by our good friend Mike D over at the brilliant podcast Mixtapes with Mike. Hello, Mike. How are we doing, boys? You all right? For those that don't know your podcast, tell us the concept. Well, each week I have a different guest who makes us a mixtape of 10 tracks without using the same artist twice. We talk about every song, and if you like the sound of what you hear, you can listen to the mixtape in full on Apple Music or Spotify by clicking the link in the show notes. Nice, okay, so who is this week's guest then? This week's guest is really interesting actually. It's a guy called Tommy Evans, who is a pioneer of the UK hip-hop scene, and the reason we've done it now is he's just released a new EP called Synchronicity so we talked all about that and every track was something from his life that has influenced his output or there's like degrees of separation in terms of people he knows and it was a really good episode nice one Mikey look forward to listening thanks guys Do make sure you subscribe to our podcast, whoever your provider is. And if you do use Apple Podcasts, then please just go and leave us a little five-star review. Or a four-star review, but five would be better. Yeah, because then we climb to the new and noteworthy section and might have a chance of being millionaires this time next year. Probably. Yeah, probably. Hey, listen, have a good week and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.